you know what? I'm a diligent reporter of if there's an issue with the coffee machine or the refrigerator's still beeping. That's down right. Here. You send that email out. That's I good. take care of that. I'm on that yeah, for you. That's nice. You want me on that wall. You need <laughs> me on that wall. <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. 12 minutes after 5 on Wisconsin's Morning News. You feel any different today? No, should I Should I feel yeah, different? Randy, you feeling different over there? No? You look the same? Pancake, all good? Greg Pancake Hill producing the program. Deb looks the same. A little more tired than usual, but I'm here. <laughs> it's that time of the week. The COVID public health emergency ah. ends today. Ah, uh, yes. Feel yes, any yes. different than you did yesterday? No. <laughs> or a year ago? I feel like we've been at this same spot for about a year. So this is a nothing burger? Is that what you're suggesting? Well, no. I mean, a lot of things change in terms of policy. You yeah, have a number yeah. of uh, governmental agencies lifting, whether it be vaccine requirements mm-hmm. or <laughs> there were actually some mask mandates and advisories still in place, unbeknownst to everyone who's been past that for quite some time i just think it's interesting like why today and not yesterday or the day before or the month before yeah, i thought it's a thursday yeah just random thought yeah. they should have picked a better day deb you know, <laughs> no i'm just saying or... like thursday it's in the middle of the week it's <laughs> right. not even a round number it's the 11th <laughs> right they, they really didn't plan this they, very yeah, well. the party planning committee was off on this one <laughs> could have maybe moved it up although there's lots of different things at play especially on yeah. the southern border and whatnot I just think what's what's fascinating is we all have been sort of going in the early days of the pandemic, you know, government led the response. The government's doing this and then we adapt in the later days and years of the pandemic. It was them more reacting to how people just started behaving like (laughs) people ditched the masks and then others were like, well, I guess the mask mandate is done then. And people got vaccinated or didn't. And that sort of changed how, how that conversation went and. What's interesting now is as we move forward, like what protocols still remain in place? Like, and I'm thinking about workplace sickness, right? We've had this set of protocol that if you test positive for COVID, that's the five days and then you can do this and then you come back and then. uh, Or if you don't feel well, please don't come into work. Right. And I think that's where a lot of us have just sort of been at. But in terms of people who play, play hurt, like to the point of idiocy, I used to come in all the time. Like I never called in sick. I mean, it was like years Weren't you suffering from like appendectomy one time? I did go. I literally went to work. Your appendix was swollen, about to burst. Later that day, I was in emergency surgery to have my appendix out. I showed up for work. They're like, dude, you do not look. I, I, I'm okay. I, I'm, I'm fine. good. I'm good. So that was stupid. But right, like, what do we do moving forward now? Do we even continue testing for it? Or do we test for other things also? We never test for anything else, right? I mean, I suppose once in a while, if you're super sick, you might, they might test you for flu yeah. when you go in. But I don't know. I've never, I've never in my life tested for flu. You ever wonder, though, what we would all have if we tested every day? For- <laughs> we all got something every <laughs> single day. 514, Brandon's got sports next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. After winning two in a row earlier this week, the Brewers are now losers of two straight as they fall to the Dodgers by a final score of 8-1 to one Wednesday afternoon over at American Family Field. Wade Miley, who got the start, he didn't have his best stuff, best stuff on Wednesday, surrendering seven runs on six hits in just five innings of work. Miley ready and deals. This one, when it comes down, will add two more. Second deck. 
for Miguel Vargas. Not sure if it's come down yet. Or has it? We're still, right? Do we have still, that confirmed or no? We're still waiting on that, When Bob. it comes down. Bob Uecker on the call there. The crew gets an off day today. They are back at it on Friday when Kansas City comes to town to begin a three-game series. Over to the NFL, as Jordan Love finally had his say in Green Bay on Wednesday afternoon. Love, who was met by the media for the first time since the Aaron Rodgers trade, shared some of his thoughts on his offseason as Green Bay's official QB one. The whole offseason, you know, I approached it that uh, I'd be the starter. So um, that was just my mindset going into it. Um, I couldn't really control what happened going forward. Um, it was out of my control, but uh, that was kind of the approach I took to it and just went from there. It's a new role, new role and more pressure on number 10 ahead of 2023, but confidence and comfort were a few key words trending following the presser. Just being an NFL player, I think everybody's kind of playing for that. Uh, playing for the next deal, trying to you know make the most of the time they have. Obviously, it's not guaranteed, um, and so I don't I don't find pressure in that. Like I say, I try and take it day by day, um, make the most of this opportunity that I'm given. I'm focused on this year, um, not trying to look too far ahead because who knows who knows what's going to happen. The NFL plans to release their schedule later today, and the Packers begin their organized team activities on May 22nd. Lastly, over to the NBA, where ESPN is reporting that the Bucks have received permission to interview Golden State's. Associate head coach Kenny Atkinson, ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski, also reporting Milwaukee is gathering a list together that will include current Bucks assistant coach Charles Lee and former Charlotte head coach James Borrego. Round two of the NBA playoffs resumed Wednesday night as well as the Knicks and Warriors live to fight another day as both teams force a Game 6 with wins on Wednesday night. Coming up, we've got an update on the controversial decision to remove a public art installation at the Wisconsin Center that you probably have never heard of. Signing Unlimited, WTMJ News Time 518. Up about 522 here this Thursday morning. Got an update to a story that we first told you about here on Wisconsin's Morning News a few weeks ago. Controversy over the plan to remove some artwork from what will be the renovated space at Milwaukee's downtown convention center. There is a resolution to the story, Eric. Oh, good. Good, good, good. A resolution to the, I think, and we explored the issue, unjustified outrage over the plan that this morning uh, now seems to have a resolution. Some of the art is going to stay. Some opportunities with the same artists to recreate their work will be offered. As soon as we started getting indications that people were opposed to it, we stopped the removal. I mean, we had never gotten to actually taking letters off the wall, although we had that scheduled. Because it was, to, to not hear that people have concerns would have been disrespectful on my part. Uh, that didn't mean I was going to ultimately change the mind, but I was open to listening and getting an understanding of what the objections were. That's the president and CEO of the Wisconsin Center, Marty Brooks, who continues to take the high road on this. He said he became aware of objections. So what happened, of course, immediately were, you know, I, th- I thought unjustified accusations of racism, of censorship, because some of the work, some of the art had origins in indigenous and other cultural communities, which with great sensitivity was important to those communities. But at no point did Brooks say, like, that wasn't what this was about. We're renovating the convention center. And we paid for this art, and some of it needed to come down. We need to make a a way to make the old look like the new and have it blend in nicely. So I spent a little bit of time with Marty Brooks yesterday backing up the artwork we're talking about here. For most of us who visited the convention center for decades, it's obscure. 
it goes virtually unnoticed. We talked about it on the show. A lot of folks, I remember texting in saying, like, I don't even know where this is or I've, I've never noticed before. Right. It's not a sculpture. It's not very something very simple like that. It is, in some cases, writings from authors, phrases from various works affixed to the walls of the hallways in the common areas. So now that I mention that, you may sort of recall it. But as the new extension of the convention center is built, the original building is being renovated. And for an assortment of reasons, the artwork was not going to survive. A large portion of it will now. And the same group, Woodland Pattern out of Madison, that was originally commissioned to design the work, will have a space for new work. I didn't have, at this point in time, other plans for that other than to remove the letters. So it would have been foolish to take it down. So that's remaining. We also identified some other spaces in that same area that we've charged Woodland Pattern with, reimagining what's coming down. Uh, we're paying them a fee, so I'm not asking anyone to incur any expenses since we're going to retain uh, the space, but they're reimagining what's up currently so they can live uh, much longer uh, in the same space as the landscape and writing piece. It's sad to me, though, Marty, like I feel like we could have gotten to this point without some of the acrimony that was back and forth, without some of the innuendo that was shared so publicly in the media. Don't you think we could have been here anyway? Yeah, I don't know, Vince. I really don't. Um, because, you know, sometimes you know, if no one responds, then actions take place. And that doesn't mean that the lack of response was because people didn't care. It may have been they didn't know. Mm -hmm. And at such point as the authors heard about it, that's when they expressed their opinions. And, yeah, so I... It was upsetting at times, frustrating at times, but I'm very, uh, very happy with where we resolved it, and I'm hopeful that those people that may have taken offense to my actions or read far more into the rationale behind it will come around uh, and be uh, customers our, of ours in the events we host. So it is all going to be fine. Now, Marty wouldn't say it, but I will. We, we could have gotten to this point without the finger pointing, without immediately thinking the worst of everyone involved. And you know, one of the artists who was really bent out of shape that the work was being taken down hurled around accusations of, here's the quote, wanton destruction of work that reminded visitors of Wisconsin's colonial history and atrocities committed against indigenous people. And the threat here, Wisconsin and the larger arts community will be watching what happens in Milwaukee. It didn't have to be like that. I even read one suggestion that the Wisconsin Center was catering to the desires of the GOP 2024 convention because they wouldn't want to see that artwork in there. That's why they're taking it down. I mean... Completely unfounded accusation. It got printed. It was in the media and not grounded in any reality. And people could have just gotten to this point without all the acrimony and without all the ugliness. So that part at least seems to be resolved for all parties involved. Okay. And there will be a surviving. We, we got to the right point. But did we have to get there through ugliness and accusations? Or could we just have gotten some folks to call each other, sit down and talk about that it? That is how the sausage is made, young, innocent, naive Vince. Come on. 526 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Forty-one this Thursday morning. It's not my intention to do this all too regularly. We could lead the news every single day with some sort of act of mayhem in Milwaukee. Could we not, Eric? Some type of violence, yeah. And at some point, you don't want it to turn into white noise because then people just turn it off or tune it out. So I don't want that. I also, you know, like we try to bring to you stories that are relevant to your life and to your starting your day and all of these things. But once in a while, there are a couple that rise to the level of needing a little bit more emphasis. And I've got two today. I think you mentioned it earlier in the newscast on what's happening on the streets. These are not reckless driving things. These are acts of violence on the roads Two in one news release or one news update from Milwaukee police two really shocking incidents. And I don't mean shocking is surprising because I'm just not surprised anymore. 
but shocking in how brazen they are. In the middle of the afternoon, this is about 27th and Fond du Lac. Here's how Milwaukee police put it. Occupants of two vehicles were exchanging gunfire when the uninvolved victim was subsequently struck by the gunfire victim's 52-years-old man transported to the hospital. Serious injuries, but in stable conditions. So you have another one of these rolling gun battles playing out on the street. Two people in cars shooting at each other. That's stuff out of a movie. But that's happening. And then not that long after, so we're inside about an hour, half hour even here, Milwaukee police also were investigating a double shooting. This is the, the, the story that you had in the news. A couple of young people, one of them 18, one of them 11 years old on one of those uh, scooters. E-scooters. Yeah, so not the kind that you use your foot to go. They, they go on their own. Mm-hmm. They're uh, somewhere on the street here. What do we got? About 23rd and Burley. And they both got shot. Somebody driving by in a vehicle shot them. And it doesn't state because Milwaukee police are still looking for suspects and probably have more investigating to do. But if it is what it sounds like, somebody thought that'd be funny. Let's drive by and shoot two kids on scooters. What do you do about that? We just had the story like Governor Evers signed some new legislation about tougher penalties for for reckless reckless driving, driving, this, that. Like, how do you legislate that type of behavior out of existence? Like, what are we supposed to do about that? Somebody thought a good idea. Here's two young people on scooters riding around. We'll just shoot them. Both are going to be okay, by the way. So that's important. But uh, back to that and just how dangerous it is, not just from the driving, but the acts of violence playing out on the street. Don't have an answer. 543 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. There's officially a new sheriff in town over in Green Bay, and for the first time since Aaron Rodgers was traded, the Packers' new QB1 met with the media to share some of his thoughts ahead of 2023. The whole offseason, you know, I approached it that uh, I'd be the starter. So um, that was just my mindset going into it. Um, I couldn't really control what happened going forward. Um, it was out of my control, but uh, that was kind of the approach I took to it and just went from there. Confidence, a buzzword following QB1's press conference on Wednesday. And if you ask his backfield buddy and Aaron Jones, the belief has always been there for Jordan Love. He believes in himself, first off. That's, the, that's number one. you gotta be, you got to believe in yourself or nobody else is going to believe in you. So he believes in himself. Uh, he cares about everybody around him, and we've seen him just come in con- consistently and uh, just work, 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 you know, and think as as an athlete, you know, you, you want to come in and play right away, and that's, that wasn't Jordan's case. He didn't have that opportunity, and, you know, he did it the right way. He waited his time, and you never heard one, one people complain out of him, so he has everybody's respect, and he works as well, just like everybody else, so we all love Jordan here, and like I said, he has everybody's full respect, and we're going to go lay it out on the line for him. The Packers, Aaron Jones, and Jordan Love will know exactly what they are up against this season as the NFL schedule will be released in full later today. Besides home games against the NFC North opponents, Green Bay will also host the Rams, the Chiefs, the Saints, Buccaneers, and Chargers. Over to the Diamond, where the struggles continue in Milwaukee as the L.A. Dodgers take the rubber match at American Family Field yesterday, defeating the Brewers by a final score of 8-1. to Wade Miley, who got the start, didn't have his best stuff there, surrendering seven runs on six hits in just five innings of work. Look, those are really good hitters. Um, you know, to go to that top of the lineups, you know, probably three of the best players at their position in, in the game. And, 
So you got to, you know, he just made some mistakes over the plate to him, and that hurt him. Brewers manager Craig Council there following the loss. The crew will get a well-needed rest day today with plans to welcome in the Kansas City Royals for a three-game series that begins on Friday night. Is that it? We need some rest or what? What uh, gives rest, you that's... some offense, some bats, <laughs> some life, a some energy, yeah, you name it. Yikes. And the schedule comes out tonight. For the NFL, like the, you'll like probably little get little leaks and bits and pieces have been coming out. Yeah, already. we know like the international games. You have a couple. You'll probably have the home opener. You know, an idea, but you'll see if you're over on Twitter or Facebook, you'll probably get a couple of the uh, the leaks throughout the course of the day, which there, it always happens. Is there like the grand unveiling? Like they've made There's this an event, right? Three hours show tonight <laughs> on the schedule, and I don't like it's maybe it's a hot take, but the schedule to me just never has never mattered. How interesting is that? Yeah, right. three hours, three special. hour show to release the schedule. Yeah. Breaking down every team's game. We don't even know what these teams look like yet. I credit the NFL for making the draft into a better event and more watchable and all these things, but this is one that, I don't know. They just, know what they're doing, though. <laughs> I mean, they, 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 the people people flock to it. Let me know when my team plays. 548 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Greg Matzik is in hosting Wisconsin's Afternoon News this week for John Mercure. Good to see you, man. Hey, good stuff, man. What's going on? Can I... I know we normally talk about other things here, but I have to... When I went by your desk today, you had a two-screen spreadsheet up there on, you know, both screens going small type, and it looked like something like a a tax preparer would have up. What's going... (laughs) What's going on in there? You said like it's it was it brewer stuff? Yeah, it was just our grocery list really for the week. Uh, I, no, so one of the many duties I have uh, with Good Karma Brands is I, I manage all of our radio network affiliate stations. So Brewers Radio Network, Bucks Radio Network, and it, not to get too far in the weeds, but you know we're working on uh, uh, you know, continuing our relationship with our Brewers Radio Network affiliate. So the, the spreadsheet you saw was kind of who's in charge, the station, how many watts their station is, how many years they've been part of our network, uh, and trying to keep that relationship going. I'm setting up conference calls and Zoom calls and in-person visits with uh, our affiliates just to see how we can help them. Be a, you know, they, They're part of the Brewers Radio Network. They love Brewers Baseball, but how can we help them? It's part of our role as a I want station. people to know this about you. Like Greg is one of the hardest working people we work with here at WTMJ, but also like the amount of things that you have your hands in that, that people listen to our show would never know. Things like you just said, managing the Brewers Radio Network, the wattage of various stations across our great state of Wisconsin, who the contact guy is, what they're, you know, are they up on their payments to whatever, like, yeah, coverage map. I want to know where that. stations are and where there's opportunities to expand. Well, stuff why like are that. you in charge of that? Who put you in charge of that? How did this happen? These are all really good questions. You're a sports journalist. Uh, <laughs> Uh, just it, duties have sort of changed hands over the years as leadership has changed, and it, it started as a uh, hey, can you just keep an, an accurate email distribution list for the network? Okay. Yeah, absolutely, that's no sure, problem. Sure, I'll, I'll I'll show leadership like, on that. Uh, hey, could you could you send an email out when when a game time has been changed, or if there there's, looks like there's going to be a rainout? Yeah, sure thing. I got the distribution list. Seeing as how I'll you're the one who email. created the list, yes, you would be qualified I, to do that. And, yes. and, and then it turned into uh, more of a active management and trying to grow the network. And and you know implement change like that was all on me like if we're gonna do this let's do it right uh, and then it's turned into you know contracting and things along that line too so uh, but I enjoy it. it it gets me sort of in market with all of our affiliates to see what they like and see how we can make it better for them and trusted affiliates from all over the state Brewers and Bucks 
It's good stuff. I also make our spring training schedule. So if anybody wonders about the spring training broadcast schedule and yeah. why did this game air on Wednesday and why is there no game on Saturday, you can direct all your emails to me. What do you? So can you fire Euchre? Uh, no. <laughs> nor, nor, would you would, I, nor could I put myself uh, in any him? broadcast. Right. I have hey, no power to do that. Filling in tonight with Levering is going to be me. Yeah, me. Yeah. This guy. This guy. Uh, but I enjoy it. It's interesting. It's uh, it, sports are my passion. This is uh, an extension of off-air duties that uh, that we have. No, I and I bring it up, and, and I mean it sincerely because you work hard. I, the, the things I overhear you being involved in sometimes are funny, and I just wanted people to know there's a lot more to to what you do than just what they hear on the air. Hey, let that be a lesson to you, young yeah, kids right. out there. You work hard. Absolutely. No doubt about that. Well, I enjoy it. It's all a labor of love. Greg Matzik in this week for John Brick. Uh, and also he'll fill in and just yeah, post got the entire Wisconsin's Afternoon we'll News, just, too. Just do that also from 3 to 6. In yeah. his free time today for John Mercure. Thanks, pal. Good yeah, to see you. Bet. I think I'm the only one who has no additional duties. I do this. <laughs> that is Eric job? helps run the newsroom. He has management oversight of the newsroom. Greg Pancake Hill, in addition to producing this program, has some oversight of the other producers. He works on the promotions. You don't Debbie say that. Don't. Does well, sometimes she anchors the news a little yep. bit. She also does some does of our digital work. Stuff. Yep, yep. Brandon Snide he produces for Steve Scafidi. When he's done with this here. And protects the country. <laughs> right. In his free time. Hey, get on the ball, man. I guess what, what is left for me. <laughs> Don't say that. You do other things. No, I'm kidding. There's nothing left for me to do. You all have it handled. You, you have it. <laughs> <laughs> Just come in here and do this. Drink some coffee. <laughs> Drink some coffee. You know what? I'm a diligent reporter of if there's an issue with the coffee machine or the refrigerator's still beeping That's down right. Here. You send that email out. That's I good. take care of that. I'm on that yeah, for you. That's nice. You want me on that wall. You need <laughs> me on that wall. All right, good. I feel better. WTMJ's five-day forecast was sponsored by Dave Drake Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. Want to get you the business headlines up next. Here's the Milwaukee Business Journal's Margaret Notchek. The City Fountain is a new self-serve beer hall that will replace the selfie museum at the 3rd Street Market Hall. It is expected to be complete near the end of July. The 2023 Milwaukee Film Festival, presented by Associated Bank, saw a 58% increase in overall in-person attendance, 63% increase in in-person revenue, and 22% increase in overall revenue. A 101-unit apartment planned for downtown Kenosha received a one-year extension to request a building permit. The developers plan to move forward, but cited economic factors. I'm Margaret Nachuk with MilwaukeeBusinessJournal.com on News Radio WTMJ. Traffic is brought to you by James Imaging Systems, your local document imaging partner. Visit JamesImaging.com. R.J. Schinner has several Toshiba copier printers from James Imaging Systems. IT manager Gabe Kodaseri. The reason why for James Imaging is their responsiveness, dedication, knowledge of the product, and they always make sure that the customer is taken care of. The kind of customer service you'd expect from a 100% Wisconsin-owned and managed office technology company like James Imaging Systems. We actually have a high-end printing machine on site, so we produce our own catalogs, so we need the support to handle that. James Imaging Systems, better document imaging technology, better service. When we've got a problem, we're able to call in and get it rectified or corrected without any issues. Gabe, any advice to other local businesses? Contact James. I mean, they'll take care of you. James Imaging Systems, reliable document imaging technology, extraordinary